going to tell a story. What do you want to know? We're going to tell a story. What do you want to know? I'm going to tell you something you've never heard before. Just, Just sitting, sitting there talking, while away, away the time. Just talking, talking, while away the time. It's the Grandma Grandma Podcast, and we're doing fine. Well, hi, everybody. It's been a while since you've done any podcasts, and you all keep asking us to do them. I guess it's been since April, which is quite a while. But um, Brian keeps the questions coming every week. And one of the weeks that he sent questions out was to tell us about some firsts that we've had. Um, had quite a few firsts. One of them was, well, where did you go the first time in the, on the plane? The first time I ever went on a plane was when I came home from Racine um, after I went down to Racine to teach. And I had to go home for something, and so I flew to Minneapolis, and then I had to drive from Minneapolis to Ellsworth, which took almost as long to get from Minneapolis to Ellsworth as it did to get from Racine to Minneapolis on the plane. Um, but that was my first first flight. I know you kids have all flown all over the world, but I was uh, 22 years old, 21, 22 years old before I flew the first time. And the first time I ever went out of state actually, was when I was a senior in high school. I went from, well, I went to Minneapolis, or to, same, or to uh, Minnesota, but that was like right next door to us, so I didn't count that. But the first time, I went, first time I went anyplace else was when I went on a train for our senior class trip to Chicago. And so much fun. It was the first time I was really away, and it was pretty exciting. Um, all our friends on the, on the train, we had so much fun on the train, fun when we got down there saw all the standard things in Chicago, but also just had so much fun with my friends. And you all, I've told you before how much I enjoyed high school, and it was all these friends on this train just laughing and having such, so much fun. Um, some of the other firsts that we had, uh, my first job was babysitting. I probably started babysitting when I was 12, probably. Made a dollar a night for watching five children bathing them and getting them supper, and I made $1 a night, compared to what now, $20 a night, $20 an hour you get for babysitting? Ten, ten, ten so, at least. Yeah, and some of the places I used to babysit, I was looking at this list, and I think most of them were owned bars, uh, taverns, and I would babysit for them while they were working, I guess. Um, one was Conroy's, and the thing I remember about Conroy's, they, had, they also had five kids, but... They had plastic, a hard plastic, over all their furniture. They had very little furniture, but what they had must have been a new couch, and it was like this hard plastic over it. It was so, so uncomfortable. Nothing to could you, nothing to curl up on and keep warm or anything after the kids were in bed. It was just miserable. And then Nub and Joanne, uh, they too, he worked at a bar, and uh, they they had five kids, but they lived in an upstairs flat from from uh, Nubby's parents and so there were like two bedrooms I think like five beds in one in one room yeah there were there were bunk beds and a bed and they too had very little furniture it was always cold and I remember they had a phonograph though I remember listening to their phonograph to the music on the phonograph which mm -hmm. if you know what the phonograph is it's a turntable um, where you played records 
and uh, but there too it was always cold and I made a dollar a night uh, and then another one I babysat for was over a tavern I guess Ellsworth is really known for its taverns um, and so it was always really loud and noisy but those were my first jobs as babysitters I had thought of a few when I read the announcement of what we were going to talk about now I forgot most of them I can't remember but I, I do remember uh, I was going to mention the first time that I ever got knocked unconscious and that was when we were still living on Flat Avenue uh, near Knapp School there and we were playing touch football in the street in front of us a street there and we had three three guys on each side we were playing football and and I, I remember running out for a pass and uh, tripped and my head hit the curb it was a street we were playing in the street and hit hit the curb and the next thing i remember waking up inside my house which we were playing in front of on the couch and never knew what had happened that was the first time that i was knocked unconscious uh, the, se the second time i was knocked unconscious and probably the only other one i can remember uh wasn't quite so Accidental. Mr. Race, Ed Race, is my coach in high school, and I, and I just on basketball, and I was on the junior varsity, and and had he, had him for gym, and anyhow, we were kind of friendly, and and he came up to me at well, where I can't remember where we talked, but he said he said I got a problem. Uh, Wayne Carls is supposed to fight. They had uh, everybody that was in the boxing. Uh, at, the, at the high school was, and, and Ed Race had Ed Race Ed Race had asked me a couple times to come out for boxing, and I said no, I don't want to come out for boxing. And, and, and he said we got a problem in 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 Wayne Carl's opponent for this is out of town. He his parents had to take him uh, to Chicago or something for some reason they were going. Of the night when 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 all the people in boxing were going to do their three round matches, and and Wayne Carls, I knew him. He was kind of yeah, about my weight, and that's why he said that he needed somebody to uh, uh, to to fight him. And I and, and I said no no no. He said yeah. He said oh just for, just for this match, and then you don't have to stay out for the team if you don't want to. And I said. Uh, I said, okay, okay, and that was, it was the next night, you know, so uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know how Wayne Giles was fighting or anything. Was and so boxing? Boxing, yeah. So we, we, we go into the first round, and I, I thought I was doing pretty good. And, uh, I hit him more often probably than he hit me, but he hit me a couple hard ones, and, and I didn't think too much of it. And, and then the second round rang. Uh, as soon as it opened up, I, I remember he came out fast, and he, 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 I swung hard and missed him, and he all of a sudden, I didn't remember a thing. The next thing I knew, I was on the bench in the locker room, uh, and Ed Rose was patting me on the head and saying, hey, hey come on, you're you all right. And I said, what, what the hell happened? He, he said, Wayne just clocked you a good one and knocked you out. I said, oh, knock me out. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I helped walk you back here. You don't remember that? And I said, no, I don't remember a thing. <laughs> I never heard that story before. It's <laughs> just funny. Yeah, funny I can still remember the names of those people. I guess I'm not a boxer. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I don't have anything half as funny as that one. 
Um, but some of the other first I was thinking about was our first house we built in Oak Creek. And in fact, last night, uh, Dad and I went to my cousin's funeral, and we drove by this beautiful house that we built in Oak Creek. It still looks so beautiful. I wish I'd taken a picture for you. I know, I know uh, uh, Kelps, what was the name? Kelps. Kelps Company, because I was representing the company in the Metropolitan Builders Association. And, and uh, I, I asked him once to show me his, or when I knew we, were, we wanted to get a house. Uh, even even uh, even uh, before we were, well well at the same time we were looking for a lot to buy, and uh, I I asked for his uh, information on the on the house and he had uh, six or seven you know the model homes that he was building and he gave me his package of that and I looked through them and Carol and I looked at this one that, that we wanted so we had him build a model home and it really was like Carol says it really still looks just it as good as the day we built it red brick um, with black roof, the trees that were planted in the front looked beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we've gone back since then, but Jerry hasn't been back for a while. Yeah. And But I've gone back with you kids, and one time when Janet went with us, we made a little tour all over the neighborhood, and Janet, remember where you, they used to skate? Janet never forgets <laughs> anything. <laughs> where they used to roller skate, and had this little club uh, with the neighbor, neighbor kids. No, Janet never forgets anything. That's true. If we, if we, if these aren't right, it's because Janet's not here to correct us. Um, but anyhow, the house looked beautiful. I was so pleased to see because this was our first house like fifty years, fifty-five years ago. Fifty-five years that house is, and it looks just great. It looked better than any of them in the neighborhood. That was a great place to live for the first home. Um, the neighbors were marvelous. They took care. Of, we all took care of each other's kids. It was had, a, own had our own little preschool, Pioneer School. Always went to Grand, pa Grand Park with yeah. taking turns, bring, taking all the kids to the yep. Grand Park. Yep. But uh, Pioneer School, Norma Hills and I started Pioneer School, and it was all the kids who would be going into kindergarten the next year. And there were plenty of kids in the neighborhood. So we'd do lesson plans, we'd take field trips. It was wonderful. It was before you had to be licensed to be a preschool teacher. So, um, but it was a, a great time before the kids went on to, to uh, grade school. To kindergarten. Yeah, and then uh, it was a great place. Grant Park, um, Barb Connectiony, some of you remember Barb, and she and I would go down to Grant Park with babies and the strollers and the and the uh, buggies, mm -hmm. and we'd on the way back we'd fill the buggies full of all these rocks we could not live without. We'd carry all these rocks back to put in our gardens, and you kids would all just kind of have to troop along behind us. But we had some great memories from Oak Creek. It was a marvelous place to go. I had to laugh last night. Dad was kind of, Oak Creek has changed so much. Well, we were there for 10 years, but uh, we went back well, last night after we went to this funeral. You, did you mention the funeral? Uh, and it was uh, uh, hard, to, hard to remember. I remembered uh, our block when I saw our house, and I could remember where the others were and so forth. But uh, Getting the to rest the of it was unbelievable. The AC, like, or Del Delco. Delco was across the street where they had yes, about Howell, four on, on Howell Avenue, uh, right between Drexel and, and Highway 100, a big area, big factory, yeah. and it was a big, big operation. For, a lot of neighbors worked and there. And that's what half of the people in our subdivision, which is a new subdivision in Oak Creek when we when we built there, uh, half of them worked over there. Sturdy's next door, he, a couple of times, you know, as employees, they could uh, they could buy cars at a special rate, 
And uh, so they bought one every year, and then they'd sell the one that they had. And uh, I had talked to, Str to Stritty, and he even and agreed. We looked together and picked out the next one that he bought with the idea that we'd buy it a year from then uh, from him. And that's just what happened. It was that gold station wagon. Yeah, gold was, green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we were just commenting when we got our new car. We never had a van or an SUV until this one. The, the biggest car we had was a station wagon, and that was the first one we bought. Was from that was the first one we had. Yeah, yeah. So we bought that from, from Strid. Yeah, well, after I had that 1963 Oldsmobile, you know that red beauty. That, <laughs> that's what that's what got Carol to marry me because I had such a nice car. <laughs> a hard top convertible, red and white, classy car. <laughs> but now, of course, as you all know, they all have to be red. So now we have a red SUV Rav4. Toyota. Yep, Toyota. But until then, we've never had any car bigger than a station wagon to haul these kids around in. First uh, time abroad, uh, the first time I ever abroad was um, a 25th anniversary, I think, when we went. Oh, no, it wasn't either. It was when um, we went to Greece. When you went to Greece, um, and you were about 16 or 17, so over many years, you were married about 20 years then, I guess. Or you were married about 17 years when you went abroad and went and visited Ray and Gail in Greece. That was our first trip, um, and we've had many since then, of course. Um, one of the things that I always think is, the first time I ever stayed alone, you know, I, I was afraid to stay alone because Dad never traveled. It's like he was always here. Um, I had five kids, and so I was with that. And then once you kids were going off to school, of course, we had Brian, so I had Brian. So if Dad ever went off to fishing trip or whatever, I always had somebody here in the house that I remember being frightened to stay alone because I never had to be alone in the house. Um, and in fact, I remember thinking when, when Dad used to, have to be called out for the gas company, if there were explosions at night or whatever he had to go out for, I would always be so frightened that I actually would put a knife under, a knife under my pillow because I was sure that he was called out so that someone could come and get me. <laughs> I never so, knew that. <laughs> so I'm kind of a baby. I, I now can stay alone and I have stayed alone at the cottage. But um, not many times, I'm, I've been very spoiled. Um, when we had our first child, Anne, in fact, today is your birthday, Anne, June 22nd, and I've been trying to call you, in fact, and um, I remember you were born in June, very hot, and I had you so overdressed and wrapped up in blankets and this cute little outfit that I'd gotten for you, way too much clothes for the day, but that was, poor Anne was our experiment as our first child. Uh, let's see. First date? First date? No, I don't remember. For your very first job? First job. Pulling uh, onions at four? <laughs> no, I don't remember it. That's what you always tell us. That you yeah, well, out. I mean, somebody told me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> somebody told you for sure. What was your first job? Pulling onions. But not you were four. <laughs> no, the, the first job that I remember, remember is when I worked at... Or the plating company that uh, Dad's brother-in-law ran. Yeah, but that's when you lost. You were 19 then. Yeah, I, that's the first job that I remember was working there in the summer and and on the chrome tank and learning how to chrome ice cube, uh, ice cream scoopers and and the big thing was uh, mufflers for uh, motorcycles and cars and they were kind of heavy and you take one in each hand you know you go through. 
the operations that you had to do. But I, I learned how, how to set the tank right for chroming different things. And uh, then uh, I would check when there was times when the tank wasn't being used for anything else, I, I would know ahead of time. And sometimes I'd come in there at 10 o'clock at night and work from 10 to 1 in the morning or something. And I would do some chroming of some things that were there. Uh, usually it's small things that you'd put on a big rack. Maybe you'd put 100 of them or 150 or, or something on, on each rack and you'd chrome them and while, and while they were chroming in the tank, you'd be doing another rack. And uh, then I would just turn them in and g give a note to my uncle what I had done. And once a month, I'd go in and pick up a nice size check. That's but you all. must have had a job before that though. I, mean, I, I must have had some other work, but like I can't remember. Or, or, um... Paper routes or those kind of things? You I, I never did much way in the way of paper routes, but I can't remember. Because we were saying recently how you kids all had jobs early. You would do shoveling, you'd do mowing, you'd do paper routes. Those jobs that really aren't available so much for kids now. Well, you, I remember you used to help your dad haul. Well, well during, during the strike uh, at JIK's company, when my dad was laid off for about six months, uh, uh, we had no money coming in and... and my dad got from someplace a big trailer uh, that you... Like a wagon, though. Uh, like a wagon trailer. It, uh, but you pulled it by hand. But you had, yeah, you had either put it, pull it with a tractor or push it by hand or what have you. And my dad and I went around. Everybody had uh, furnaces, coal-burning furnaces that they had in their basement, and, and they'd uh, keep the ashes in the basement in the corner, and periodically you had to clean them out, and usually like shoveling the ashes up through a window and, and packaging them up outside or something like that, or you put them into buckets or places and you eventually haul them out of your basement. And so there were a lot of people that had a lot of that stuff in their basement and we would go around with this trailer and get hired by people and paid by people to take the ashes out of their basement. We'd have to go through a window usually and uh, Usually, Dad would be on, down underneath, and I'd be taking them as he shoveled them out the window into into some buckets and get them into the cart, which was, you try to get the cart as close to the window as you can, but you couldn't go up on the grass and stuff with certain certain ones, or sometimes there wasn't even room. Uh, and then we had to push it to the dump and un unload it and then get back and get more. How old were you? Is that I, I must have been about 13. During the Depression? No. Well, it was, no, I, I can't remember the year that the, it wasn't during the Depression. I was born in 33, and the right. Depression was just ending then. Right, right. But I must have been 43, right before the before the Second World War. They went on strike probably 1940 or 1938 or something like that. How long was he off? Do you remember? Uh, like a year about six months. Six months? Did they uh, have... That I remember. It yeah. might have been a little longer. Did they have to go out and strike and stuff then? Or? Yeah, that's what they were on strike. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes he'd go on picket line or something right. too, but but in, it, I don't think they got any money from anybody for that. But it was part of your job as part of the strike against the company. Right. And that was then when they cut back later on in the year, you know, he, as the war was going on and stuff, he advanced at the and, and earned good money uh, by. As a supervisor. He, he ended up as a supervisor on the line with, with their building tractors. Prior to that, he was machining 
parts and stuff on a big grinding wheel and stuff. And I know one time he machined half his finger off. And oh, I remember that. Yeah, you see the big yeah. scars you had forever. Yeah, yeah I can remember that. It's just yeah. like half of his fingernail and stuff was gone. Yeah. That's right. Forgot about that. So, what time of the year was that when you were hauling ashes? I, like I don't cold, remember. Cold it was, it was probably, no, it was probably, probably uh, my guess is it was probably June to December or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Lovely first job. <laughs> that was your first job. Bet you were paid, I, I don't know. I bet I, you were paid well, weren't you? <laughs> no, I mean, probably just pennies for... Well, my dad know. took care of the money. Oh, he didn't give anything to you? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Surprise. What about your first date? Stella by Starlight? That. I don't remember that. <laughs> Betty Illinois was odds after being in grade school. I remember her name. I kind of remember a little bit what she looked like. She wasn't the best looking one. <laughs> but we went to the school dance and stuff together. And yeah. stuff. <laughs> I think she was a little more serious about things than I was. But... You were in eighth grade, Jerry. You're too serious. <laughs> Oh, see, my first date was probably with John Rice. John was in grade school with me. We were friends for many, many years. In freshman homecoming, he asked me to go, and I didn't want to go. He was a very um, particular, I know it's not the right word to use, meticulous kind of person, um, a brain. He was quite a nerd, actually. And uh, he always dressed more like a man than he did like a kid. But he was a nice enough guy. He ended up being an attorney in, in uh, Washington, actually, but... Not my ideal first date, but I went with him. Anyway, um, I, I can't think of anything else. Can you? That's exciting I, first. I can't right now. Why don't we take a break? One of the things that's the first is first time I've ever been 80. And here I am, still gardening, still sometimes winning at cards, still able to do it. Guess that's it. Talk to you soon. Bye. I remember the other one that I was thinking the first time that I uh, had done something, and and it was uh, on our honeymoon. You know, uh, after learning. No, 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 you don't know what it is. You don't know what I'm going to say yet. I can cut it out. No, no. Don't you dare. What? Yo, no. On our grandchildren. Well, that's all right. Jerry. It, 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 I, I, Jerry. it was a first, a first, and I thought it was a terrific first. What happened? Jerry, you know, no, we got married on, and, and and the first night we were driving, uh, we were driving down towards. Uh, I can cut this out. <laughs> we, 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 we were driving uh, south. Uh, I don't know what city it was in, but we had our, our, our first night, and we had Jerry. our room, and we had the bedroom, Jerry. and and uh, I, I was going to take a shower before Jerry. we went to bed. And I get off and I get in the shower Jerry. and I, I get it up and I'm going, all of a sudden, Jerry, Carol Jerry. says, you Jerry. need help. And she walked in and I looked, she didn't have a stitch of clothes on. Jerry. Uh, and I thought, wow, wow, what a woman I married. That was the first, now she, can, she says she's going to cut it out, but don't let her cut it out. We're all done for today. Got some cards, Got some cards to, play. to play. We're all oh, done for today. Got some cards to play. So much sharing and laughing, man. You know we sure can't stay. I hope you tell us what you've done. Cause I got someone to scum. Next we cannot say. But keep 